I screamed so much during this movie. Um, like actual screaming. Like, like, I, like I remember at once I was in unison with one of the guys. Um, <laughs> just because I was, I, I was just, just seeing stuff on screen. I'm, I'm just too empathetic with feeling, and uh, this was not fun to empathize with. Yeah, no, I, I can imagine. Yeah. Why are they covering that up? That should be obvious. They showed the penis picture. That's different. How so? Sad thing is, Ryan, you'll probably never know. <laughs> Warning. The movie reviewed in this episode contains scenes of sexual assault and graphic dismemberment. Viewer discretion is advised. Anyway, welcome to Pass of Fear, the weekly podcast where we give our takes on horror movies and explore the opinions of our audience. I'm Ian. Uh, I'm Marshall. And today we are joined by Muffin. Hi, I'm Muffin. So we and have to, we together have Muffin here because uh, we. Uh... <laughs> are you about to give us a superhero squad name? Here? No. <laughs> oh no! I and love together that idea. we are. <laughs> no, I was gonna say what movie we're looking at. Oh, okay. <laughs> together we form we're... the League of Goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're we're looking at Teeth today, which is a comedy horror film made in 2007, written and directed by Mitchell Lichtenstein. I, That's a fun name. I don't know if it is. I think it is comedic, but is it meant to be a comedy? I don't know if it is. Uh, I didn't get that vibe off of it. Yeah. No. I think it. I think it is actually meant to be somewhat comedic. I I don't doubt it. It's meant to have like its comedic moments, but is it like a comedy horror? Well, it can't just be like a horror horror because Oh no, it is a horror comedy. Interesting. Yeah. It's a horror I mean com- yeah. I didn't I guess that makes sense. There were a few times where I just kinda laughed and I was like, this is dumb. But like Yeah. I don't know. That's such a weird <laughs> They didn't strike me as a real comedy. <laughs> no. Well, I, I don't even like... know what category to put it in. Like just penis yeah. fighting movie? Is yeah. that the <laughs> category? <laughs> <laughs> Nasty Chompers movie? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Toss it in there with Monster House. Oh my god! <laughs> oh man! Oh, sorry, I don't like that you just compared those. Two. <laughs> that made me really upset. <laughs> you just destroyed part of my childhood. I'll never get that back. This is fine. That house had nasty <laughs> chompers. You cannot deny that. Yeah, I mean that's why it's ruined. <laughs> Um, well, Ian, do you uh, do you want to tease us a little bit? Yeah, or I don't know. Should we like be careful with the teasing? <laughs> You've seen my cat. <laughs> well, before. <laughs> well, oh, before I. Uh, but yeah, I guess, I guess I'll do the teaser. Sure, right. sure. Dawn is a teenager committed to the promise of abstinence, believing that staying pure is essential. As such, she's a stranger to her own body and resistant to her own needs. However, as she becomes the object of male violence, she finds that she has an incredibly effective and somewhat horrifying physical advantage over them. Those that attempt to take advantage of Dawn will be met with teeth. That was good. I was yeah. Her name Dawn, dude. I, I just kept thinking of the soap every time, and I wanted to see that play in someone. 
but it didn't. <laughs> just, which is okay. Just a little sponsorship. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This this penis biting montage is sponsored by Dom. <laughs> Keep um, them chompers clean. Sorry, continue. <laughs> well, what's up? <laughs> Wash <laughs> Anyways, well, well, before before I move on, actually, uh, Muffin, since you're a guest, what yeah. what brings you to horror? What what makes you like so, horror movies? I used to be so terrified of horror when I was younger. Like I would not would not watch horror movies. And somehow, like, eventually, I just kind of was like, you know, like, screw it. We'll just go for it. Yeah. God, I love it so much. I don't know what it is. And it really depends on the horror for me. Because, like, this mm-hmm. movie didn't do it for me. What? <laughs> Super did not do it, it for me. I, I can't believe it. I, I did not like this, this movie like at the all. pinnacle of horror. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know about that. But, like, I don't know. I've always been very fascinated by like creepy stuff, mm-hmm. like weird stuff. So I don't know, like like Coraline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Any any creepy stuff like that has always made me so happy. And then oh, I've okay. slowly worked my way up to oh, this is terrifying. And now I'm cuddling my cat and hoping that nothing pops out of my closet tonight. So that's cool. Nice. <laughs> so you really look at like kind of the world and its ambiance, don't you? Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. It's a fresh new perspective that we don't have. Yeah, as we found uh, during our our podcast, I'm like the character guy. So if I don't mm-hmm. like the characters, I don't like the movie. Um, and uh, Marshall's like the the story guy. Like yep. the sto- the story has to like track. It has to be um, just. Yeah, I'm all about like the setting that people are put in. Interesting. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think of the setting that they were put in? I hated this movie. <laughs> You, I did not like this movie. <laughs> if you had to rate it, what would you give it, Muffin? Oh, ooh. Like a, I don't know, like a three? Ooh, okay. Maybe. Three. Very. Maybe a two. I don't know. Three to two. We'll go with a three. Yeah, yeah we, we can go with that. What'd you toss on it? Um, Man, it's, you know, it's one of those weird ones where because the movie's so strange to me, I don't even know what to think of it, but I've taken some consideration. I guess I got to give this movie... A three? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I uh, I was going to throw it onto a four for me. Uh, it just, it didn't quite, it's, it's a, what's interesting is it's a fun one to watch with friends because it's fun seeing them get so uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> well, especially for you. That's like... Oh yeah. That's, 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 that's my creme de la creme, man. But it, uh, it was just, it was an odd one for sure. And, I've, I was very curious as to what the point was. Um, I'm curious about the message that you're supposed to take away. Do you want to do you want to give us a little summary of this oh so disturbing movie? Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, it's not a little summary. Uh, you'll have to hear the whole thing again. <laughs> oh, here you go. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I'll I'll go into a little summary and then yeah, we'll see. The movie opens with two young kids sitting in a kiddie pool. Don and her potential stepbrother Brad. Brad's father, Bill, and Dot's mother, Kim, are to be married, and Brad's very unhappy about it. And while the two parents sit off to the side, Brad attempts to grope Dawn, but the parents come running when Brad starts to scream. His finger had been badly cut. Many years later, the teenage Dawn is speaking at a rally for the Christian abstinence group called The Promise. 
We have a gift, a very precious gift. And what do you do with gifts? Do you go around giving them to everyone you pass on the street? No! After the rally, she meets up with her two friends, Alicia and Phil. While they catch up, we learn that Dawn's mother is severely ill. Phil also introduces Dawn to Toby, an old friend of his that just moved to town. While both Dawn and Toby are committed to the promise, there is an immediate attraction between the two of them. The group of the four then begin hanging out together. Dawn eventually starts having fantasies about Toby at night, and she admits this to Toby, who confesses he's had similar thoughts. They agree that they cannot spend more time together in order to maintain their purity. I think that we can't go out together again. I mean, even in a group. Even in a big group. I was thinking the same thing. Back at home, Don hears Brad and his girlfriend Melanie having a fight, and seems to think this might be a good opportunity for them to have a good old supportive step-sibling chat. However, Brad rejects her attempt to act like his sister, and seems to insinuate they're mutually attracted to each other sexually. So why don't you just set that pretty ass down? Don, confused and disgusted, storms out. For whatever reason, this causes Don to call Toby to meet up at the watering hole that the group had been to before. Except this time, it's just the two of them. After swimming together for a little, they start to kiss, and while Toby wants to take it a little farther, Don asserts that they should keep it pure. After being in the water for a while, they go into a small cavern to get warm, and begin kissing shortly thereafter. Don becomes uncomfortable as Toby seems to become more intense, and tries to get him to go back outside. But Toby becomes more physical and aggressive. I haven't even jerked off since Easter! I am saying no! Don panics and tries to push him off. Toby shakes Don, smacking her head on the ground and dazing her. Toby takes the opportunity to begin raping her. Don manages to come back to her senses, fights back, and inadvertently bites off his penis with her vagina. Toby screams as he bleeds profusely from the groin and jumps back into the water. <laughs> A horrified Don flees the scene as well. The next day, Don is talking at another Promise rally but has trouble coming up with what to say, seeming conflicted with the morality of it all. The adult leader cuts her off and has her leave the stage. Afterwards, during the group's dance, she asks a classmate of hers, Ryan, to drop her off at home. Once she returns home, Ryan asks if she'd like to go on a date, but Dawn rejects him. It's not you. Mm -hmm. No big deal. Don goes back to the swimming hole and sees that Toby's car is still there. Upon returning to the cavern they were in, she screams in horror when she sees a freshwater crab crawling on Toby's bloody penis. She drops her purity ring into the lake and goes home. She then researches vagina adaptations and finds an ancient legend, the Vagina Dentanta, or Vagina Teeth and realizes that she may have them. She decides to visit the local gynecologist in an attempt to find out what is happening to her. Dr. Godfrey receives her. Is this your first time? Okay. Just lie down. 
During the appointment, he assaults her in the guise of an examination, reaching up inside her without a glove. Due to the pain, she panics, and her vagina bites off four fingers on his right hand. The doctor runs out, and Don does as well. While biking home, several police vehicles pass her, and she sees someone driving a car that looks like Toby's car. She decides to go back to visit the swimming hole to investigate. When she arrives, she sees the police bringing up Toby's body from the water. Dawn comes home to find her ill mother Kim collapsed, while Brad and Melanie are seen in his room having sex. Dawn calls the emergency services, and Kim is taken to the hospital. Dawn goes to Ryan seeking help, hysterical about her encounter with the doctor and her mother, and talks about how she has to turn herself in. I killed him. You killed someone? Almost two. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm sorry, but I mean you? Ryan lets her take a bath and gives her something to calm the nerves. A sedative. Ryan then starts masturbating her with a vibrator and prepares to have sex with her. Though initially afraid she will hurt him, she finds that when she's relaxed and is okay with the sexual activity taking place, her teeth do not engage. The following morning, they have sex again, but while they're at it, Ryan's friend calls. Ryan smugly boasts that he and the friend had a bet on whether he could score with Dawn. If we made a bet, then I could... Uh... In her anger, her vagina bites off his penis. Shit. And she leaves him to call his mother for help. Back home, Don's stepfather Bill attempts to throw Brad out, but Brad sets his dog on Bill during which Brad confesses his love for Dawn. Dawn meets her stepfather and Melanie at the hospital after her mother has died, and seeing her stepfather hurt, and hearing from Melanie how Brad told her to ignore her mother's cries for help earlier, she becomes emboldened by her power and goes back home to seek revenge. Dawn puts on makeup and goes to seduce her stepbrother. Why are you doing this now? Are you afraid? In the midst of the act, Brad recalls that while still kids, Don bit his finger, but it was not her mouth that bit him. As he realizes this, Don's vagina bites off his penis. She drops it on the ground, and Brad's dog comes out of his cage and eats it, spitting out the genital-pierced glands. <laughs> well, drop it. No! Don leaves him, and he presumably bleeds to death. Don cycles away from home, but her bike tire sustains a puncture, so she begins hitchhiking. She gets a lift from an old man, but falls asleep and rides for several hours, waking up after nightfall at a gas station. When she tries to get out, he repeatedly locks the doors. He licks his lips, as if to ask her for a sexual favor to release her. Don hesitates, and then looks towards the camera and the old man with a widening smile. Who put the ram in the ram a lam a ding dong? You did. 
I mean, I would say a real nail biter, but uh, <laughs> out of place. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I forgot to say it earlier when you we were giving our ratings, Ugh. but our audience gave this a rating of seven point two. Why? Uh, I don't know. Sorry. There was someone. Someone gave this movie a ten. What? <laughs> for the memes, bro. I get it. It was probably for the memes. Yes. <laughs> I'm surprised. No. I mean, I, I will say, so, you know, we don't usually talk about, like, uh, like critical ratings or, like, Rotten Tomatoes or anything. Yeah. But I was looking on the Wikipedia because, of course, you know, I adapt my summary from the Wikipedia summary. Hopefully that's not plagiarism. But uh, the film actually received mostly positive reviews from, from critics. Uh, wow. And so 80% of critics on Rotten Tomatoes gave the film positive reviews. Um, and... The, the site's critics consensus reads smart original and horrifically funny teeth puts a fresh feminist spin on horror movie tropes see i think that what it does it does pretty decently it mm-hmm. um however it just it's not when i'm looking for a horror movie it's not what i'm going to be looking for uh, if i want a horror comedy i'm looking for a different kind of comedy like it's it feels like it's almost so uncomfortable and so grotesque that you have no choice but to laugh at it instead of anything else. And that's not the comedy I'm looking for when I want a horror comedy. Now, I am curious, like what what separates this movie's grotesqueness, per se, uh, to that of like gravies? So like, gravy, it builds. So it has a lot of uh, grotesque scenes that are simply absurd. Um it's almost like overindulgent. You see someone like biting out someone's voice box and it's just like it comes across as comedic to me because it's it's clearly too much and it's unreasonable. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this movie, the world they've set up, it makes sense to an extent and they don't pose it as a comedic thing. It's not a comedic moment when a man is getting his genitalia bit off. It's clearly supposed to be a scary moment there. But like we laugh because of just the absurdity of it, I guess, and just how much it disturbs us. Mm-hmm. The uncomfortableness is what brings the laughter, you know? Exactly. Like that We're laughing laughter. out of discomfort rather than just like that was mm-hmm. that was like strangely too much. So I, I guess it's I guess you could say it's because you're sort of switching out that feeling of absurdity, like absolute absurdity and grotesqueness and this discomfort that occurs uh during this movie's grotesque. Yeah, the, the 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 laughing comes from the discomfort. Muffin said it well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I, that's not what I'm looking for. That's that's I don't think that's a real kind of comedy. Now, and I will say, like, my discomfort doesn't come from like the fact that the penis is bitten off, because maybe that is a problem for a lot of guys. Like, oh gosh, and then they start feeling it, you know, like, ugh. Mm-hmm. But that's actually not it at all. It's just the 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 situations they set up are just they are uncomfortable especially of course the sexual assault ones are just like this is rough to watch um especially the weirdest scene for me and what i don't really know what the movie wants us to think for it is when uh dong like um goes to ryan and she's like you're the only person i can talk to and then she he like gives her a sedative and then like seduces her Mm -hmm. and then she has sex with him that's consensual quote unquote i don't 
I don't like, and of course, yeah, he gets what's coming the next morning because he had like a bet or something. But what if that didn't happen? Like, I'm just, that's like less straightforward. Um, no, I agree. They were exploring a gray area. It was before it was always like, hey, you're sexually abusing a woman. Mm-hmm. Say bye bye to your peony. Um, but yeah, that one, he didn't have, he didn't suffer any consequences for that terrible action. Um, yeah. Well, he he did. He did it. Well, he he did but later, yeah. but like it was it was for a different action. It, yeah, it was for a different reason, and that's the yeah, weird exactly. part to me. Like it wasn't for the original reason that like was bad. Yeah, and th- that's I think that's where like messages get mixed up and everything. Um, right. Well, because she didn't even know that it had happened, so he exactly. really didn't actually get in trouble for that because it was never it never came up again. Mm-hmm. And, and that that freaks me out i don't like that 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 started just graying the signals it was giving us as an audience because you're touching on a matter of sexual assault so whether you're like you're using it in a comedic setting or not you are giving a message whether you like it or not and you have to be careful with that i feel like i also i thought it was interesting we see a lot of severed penises in the movie um yeah. <laughs> we, <do. laughs> we see a doggy one we see a crab about to munch on one but it's really interesting because we actually never see the vagina and mm-hmm. they make a whole point in the movie of there's a sticker in the textbook covering the anatomy of the female genitalia and in class Don mentions like, well, of course we cover it because females have a natural modesty and yet. And then later she like uncovers it when she's kind of like realizing like there is this whole world of sex and genitalia involvement yeah and and she's like you know she actually wants to learn about her own body yeah exactly which is totally fine but as an audience we're we're actually never exposed to female genitalia or we're exposed to a lot of male genitalia so i feel like there was almost that subliminal message that like that still resided there almost i don't know quite how to get it across but i hope you see what i'm saying i get what you mean I think what you're saying is we see penises in the movie, but we don't see a vagina in the movie. Just like in the textbooks in the movie, there's that critique on the fact that we can't see the vagina genitalia, but we can see the male genitalia. It's almost a con- it can be a commentary. It can be just an interesting thing you find behind it if it wasn't intentional. But I do think it has that kind of residing effect with your audience. And I mean, it could possibly be because they weren't. I, mean, I, I, I don't really know how it works as a movie or like if they because I mean, it was it was rated R. I wonder what, if it would have been rated worse. And and also, like, do you think the rating was affected because the penises were not attached to the body? Does that make them less, like... Uh, yeah, does that, does that make it okay because it's like a prop all of a sudden instead of, like, an actual <laughs> penis that we see in the movie? Because if that's the case, that's, that's kind of hilarious. <laughs> that is a funny reason. As I, long as the penis is not attached to the body, it's actually okay for, uh, for most of I feel it. like it would make it worse, though. Just like, I get what you mean, but like, isn't it just so much worse to see one like chopped off and then like tossed aside? Like, it's more really disturbing, like that. yeah. That's what yeah, I'm saying is, like, is it's kind of weird, but I think there's like a rating more severe than r right because i think if you show like below the belt nudity you get the worst rating don't you i have i i don't actually know the ratings past r at like as far as i know that's just like porn yeah 
Well, yeah, so, and, yeah. But are they? Yeah, would they technically be labeled porn at that point if they were to show anything? Oh, okay. So I looked it up. <clears throat> Let's hear it. So rated like M is worse than rated R. And uh, I think, for movies? Yes. Oh, I didn't know there was an M in movies. Interesting. Yeah, it's M A, I guess, which is like oh, mature mm-hmm. audience or whatever. Oh, okay. Which is worse than R. Which at that point, I think that's when people like actually <laughs> going at it would rate it M instead of R. Depending on how you do it. Yeah, I think if you actually show the genitalia, I think attached to the body. Um, so I guess it doesn't include like you know prop, gross right. looking decapitated or no not not decapitated uh i loved the term decapitated decapitated works i was like that's perfect yeah i I guess so yeah the removal of the head (laughs) that's fair they took more than the head um (laughs) but uh but (laughs) i mean if you chop off the neck too like with the head it's still decapitation that's true okay all right that's a fair point um At what point is it not decapitation? If you get the shoulders, yeah, then you're just okay? slicing a person. I think. You I know? guess so. Yeah. I think it once, has you, to be once like... you get past the shoulders, it's yeah, like, yeah. Now you're just cutting them in in half, but yeah. like you don't know how to measure. <laughs> yeah, you're just real bad at math. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but yeah, no, I think that is interesting though because uh, this movie, I think you know, could keep its R rating while showing decapitated penises uh but they couldn't show like you know an attached penis or uh an attached vagina that's interesting and so they can't show them attached like i always i was expecting to see uh so like especially the gynecologist scene or something seeing like looking actually at the vagina but it was it was going to be covered like you see so many effects where there's like a giant cut on someone's arm but like it's a whole covering on their arm that like looks cut up and all i was expecting to see almost something like that like a like a prop yeah like it like just a prop put in place um Mm -hmm. it may not have even been the actress like they she wasn't even present for it or something they just put a camera looking up a skirt where the prop was at the end of that i kept expecting to kind of see something like that but I wonder if because it was implied that it was attached to her, if that was if that would be a problem. Uh, even if it is a proper thing still. Well, That's a fair point. At the same time, like, you have to think like there are some actresses and stuff who are like, no, I'm not OK with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that could also be part of it. Um, But like if, if she weren't even present for it, you know, would would that still affect like does her judgment on it still affect it if she doesn't even have to be present for the viewing of that you know mm. i guess like, like like if you put like a a penis sleeve over a penis that looks like a penis is that <laughs> looked at as a penis for the yeah, rating system <laughs> i mean i do that all the time when i need a few exchanges you know yeah. <laughs> is that an issue on <laughs> is that an issue on tv yeah does that, get the, does that get the mature rating is my acting career destroyed now <laughs> 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 Oh, no. Oh, dear. Well, I just maybe we should move on from this um... productive <laughs> conversation. Why would you make me imagine that? It was just, <laughs> never mind. Let's, please, let's move on. Yeah. Uh, well, um, the thing is, like, this movie, even though I don't enjoy watching it, 
I think it has some like pretty well done, I think, critiques on, uh, you know, on society at large when it comes to like uh, double standards, you know, and, and sexuality and lack of education. And, you know, of course, this very culty feeling, you know, abstinence group, you know, which, which creates these like suppressed uh, sexual like things. <laughs> and that always makes at the school I used to go to, there was a large um, there was a large group of girls. Like a lot of the female population there were never allowed to have sex for religious reasons surrounding the area. And I'd always hear these crazy stories of like how wild they would get and like how unsafe they would get mm-hmm. after being exposed to the sexual world. And so like, is it actually doing any benefiting to our youngins to not like, as someone who comes from a very religious background uh Mm -hmm. i know exactly what you mean by that um because i feel like a lot of times when you when you don't have the education behind it you don't have the ability to know what'll go wrong um and that is like like you were saying and like that is something that i did enjoy about this movie is the fact that they very much touch on double standards and the fact that when you're uneducated about this kind of stuff you you can kind of spiral when things mm-hmm. do happen because you have no no like idea how to handle it you have no idea what you're supposed to do and i feel like when it comes to places of assault as well it makes it even scarier because when you're in like this cultish type place where sex is this terrible terrible thing that you should never do until you're married and then Mm. you get that choice taken away from you it makes it so much worse just because you already didn't have the choice but it's more so of a thing you know because it's looked on so terribly in your eyes like yeah and it, it it makes that's one of the things Ugh, this movie i have so many feelings about this movie I have so many feelings about this movie. It made me so uncomfortable, but at the same time, like the fact that it did touch on these kinds of things, I did like. And so that's why I was like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I like this movie. It was Do very brave to embrace all of that. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 that, that's also why I was confused because I feel like, because I did like those aspects as well, I feel bad giving it a bad rating. But again, it's not because it touched on all these things. And like all the, these things are always going to be like uncomfortable. It's just the execution of it all. And of course, like, I didn't like the characters. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't like them. Um, and that's it's not a good point for me. Like, and and also the thing is, is that while it did touch on some of the complexities, it did also make pretty much all these guys um, pretty easily considered just bad people acting badly. Right. Yep. Like, like this doctor is just doing bad things because he wants to do bad things. You know? I was really hoping that at some point, at least one of the men that she encountered would not be a complete, like, terrible person, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really disappointing to me that that never happened. Literally every single man that she met throughout the movie, other than her father, which didn't have a huge like role to play in the movie everyone that she really interacted with was just like a shitty man and i was like 
I hate this. I hate this. I think that that's, like, of course it's fair. Like, I could see that happening to someone where literally every man they meet is an absolute douche. Well, and I'm sure sometimes it feels like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, So, like, I kind of, I definitely understand why they did it. Yeah. But it would also be nice to see that, like, it also shows that there can be healthy relationships. And that's yeah. why I was confused with her uh, encounter with, with Ryan, I think is his name. Um, mm-hmm. The guy who she does have a good sexual experience with, but it also starts with him giving her sedatives. So it's kind of mixing this, like, she's having a good sexual experience that she wants to have, supposedly. Um, and, like, that's positive, but it also comes from this, like, negative occurrence. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of confusing. It, like, gave her confidence, but it was also not really consensual. Yep. And I want I want to tie in. We never see her get in a healthy relationship. I think that the message you're sending at the end, because, like, at the end it's her um, suddenly getting abused by strangers she met that day, the old man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that kind of... I feel like that's trying to strike a message to your audience with fear of saying like, hey, make sure you're being a good guy. Otherwise, this might happen. That's out there in a way. The same way like after you watch a slasher movie, you're afraid of like Jason coming out of your closet or something. You know, <laughs> uh, you're, you're, it's, it, it's trying to tell you like it's out there. Be afraid. The same way they're teaching like commit to abstinence because it's so terrible for you and you'll be kicked out of like the garden of eden and all is what they're going on in the movie mm-hmm. that's a that's a message of fear it's saying like or else whereas it doesn't show you some kind of like attainability and something you can obtain that is good yeah there was which a- i think is just a better way to send that message there was like no positive message at all whatsoever through the entire movie yeah. and that bothered me it was just negative after negative after negative and even the positive quote-unquote positive that was there was still a negative Mm-hmm. yeah like well and i think that's because the positive is like there's all these bad dudes out here but don't worry this woman is going around and cutting their penises off which is like that that's great um but yeah it would have been it would have been nice to see something a little deeper um because yeah like at the end of the movie i what i get from it is she's going to go around the country biting off bad dudes penises <laughs> which like <laughs> is good um but it also would have been nice to see them sort of more embrace, like, the, you know, she's become sexually confident, like, she knows her own body, she knows what she wants, what she needs, and, like, it sort of becomes about her and not about the bad dudes. Yeah. Um, that, that would have been nice. And that would have bumped up my score a lot, like, just oh, yeah. having it shift from punishing bad dudes to, like, her, like, getting what she wants. Mm-hmm. I would agree. And and that's and again, I can't stop coming back to the whole Ryan thing because it's like she is getting what she wants, but she didn't initiate it. Um, she was kind of tricked into it, which is why it's so weird. Yep. Uh, like they kind of save it a little bit because she ends up biting his penis off, but for the wrong reason. So it's just yeah, Your positive what, is still a negative. Thank you. <laughs> that's why. That's what really made me not like this movie is that they just kind of messed that whole part up if they got that part right they ended it right i could see writing this movie like a seven yeah i think i'd agree yeah i just needed i just needed some kind of change and like yeah the the movie made me really really uncomfortable um as a woman especially just because there's so many times where men will 
come at you with unwanted advances. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't like when any kind of movie includes, like, rape scenes and stuff. I don't mm. ever <laughs> enjoy having that in movies um, because of how realistic it can be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that's, like, it's really weird because at the same time, like... If you don't talk about it, then now there's nothing like happening towards it. But at the same time, like, I really don't want to see it. You know what I mean? So it's like a really weird area to get around. Um, I just needed some kind of positivity within it. And like you were saying, to make it not just about all of these, like, garbage rapist men. (laughs) Like, Mm. that really killed it for me. I couldn't. And, and that's where there's like a fine line, I think, between like um, some horror movies and what some might even call like torture porn. Mm-hmm. Um, like like with the Saw movies, uh, like the early movies are fantastic. They've got they've got mystery. They've got great characters and plots. Like there's all these fairly interesting, and intriguing parts of it, and included within that is this body horror. Uh, but as the movies go on, and as they gain popularity and all that they become sort of more about the traps and like, oh, how gross they can be and like, you know, how grotesque. And then it becomes torture porn. Mm-hmm. Um, and this movie sort of, they went down that road. Like, uh, like they started with like good critiques and like uh, like really interesting like takes on, 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 uh, on everything, like educated takes. But then they kind of went down this route of let's bite a bunch of bad dudes' penises off mm-hmm. um, as if that was the important part. Um, so yeah, that, then it kind of goes more towards like, yeah, we just want to see a bunch of rapists get their penises b- bit off, which I mean, yeah, like I can yeah, understand that's why people enjoy that. Yeah, <laughs> but I would have liked to see some other stuff. <laughs> that's not all that this movie had to be. Yeah, I think that's I think that's really what killed the movie is just lost potential is what we're getting at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. And do we have any last thoughts that we want to delve into before we hop into our surveys? Any last things we want to say on it? Let's see. I'm I'm reading through all my notes, so I'm gonna take a while. <laughs> I will say I do like that they there there weren't really many men. I guess the old man and uh Brad also was pretty just bad overall. But like both Toby and what was his name? Ralph? The Ryan. <laughs> Ryan, that was his name. <laughs> Ralph. Name. All right. <laughs> uh, but both of them seem to come off as like nicer guys to an extent at first. Mm-hmm. Um, Quote unquote, nice guys. Well, that's, yeah. that's the thing. Nice guys. Exactly. Not, not that, kind but, guys. Like, nice guys. Yeah. yeah. The uh, They were, but then they ended up being terrible, which I feel like happens more than just a guy is terrible. I'm, that happens plenty of times, but I think. That it, there are those guys out there that know how to come across as I'm a good guy and then just turn do a 180 on you later, which I... Well, it's a form of manipulation, yeah. um, mm-hmm. which they use to do that. Uh, that's actually one of the most common things for any kind of like just abuser in general is to start off really, really, really nice and make you like feel like a very false sense of security so that they are able to do that really garbage stuff later. Yeah, and we kind of saw that with all of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, We saw that with Toby. 
um, we saw that. And I think Toby came from a place of desperation on his part. Yeah. He was like yeah. desperate to like get sex. Um, and then, and then I mean, there he was hadn't course... jerked off since Easter. So yes, yeah, that was <laughs> what a fucking line. Like, oh my god. Um, like that, that kind of a good line to be honest. Like uh, establishing his character like that. Yeah, he's he's desperate. Yeah. Um, and and terrible. And then Ryan is sort of like the more sophisticated, methodical, like nice guy of like mm-hmm. he's got this whole plan of seduction, um, for like his own his own gains. And there's also the doctor who comes from like a place of authority, sort of kindness. Mm-hmm. or niceness really um and that's where the manipulation takes place so it's kind of they did do a good job of like showing all these like different guys and like their their way of getting to her mm-hmm. um so that, so there's that there's that that's true so uh were there any notes that you found in or are we good to move on to our surveys i do have uh i do have one here like do you guys know why they decided to make the mom sick no i i feel like plot wise it was because they put actually a lot of work into brad's character oddly enough of we see him uh beat up the one guy asking don on a date he was very showing he's like very possessive of don Mm -hmm. um the whole encounter with the dad was so that he finally um admitted that he was crazy about don uh i i hesitate to use the word love because it's it's messed up that's yeah, but not uh, even though that's the word he uses. And uh, I think that the mom being sick introduced. Uh, I feel like it was probably like not something they wrote in in the beginning, but it was something introduced later that they were like, oh, of course, that makes so much sense of like, how does he betray Don's trust in some manner mm-hmm. that he wants or that she wants to do terrible things to him? And it opens up like, why? Why does the dad confront him? to get his real emotions out about Don. So I felt like it was something that some writer or producer said, like make her sick. And then all of a sudden, all of these things fall in place. Okay. So trying to just like a, a plot tool then for the, yeah, for I feel like it was more of a plot tool than anything. Brad. Okay. And, then and like, it, it contributed to Don's low moment where she, she enters her low moment yeah. where she's like, even this nice guy was all terrible. And now my mom's dead. And so now I'm going to go, uh, hate, uh, hate on my stepbrother by chewing off his dingling. Yeah, <laughs> with the piercing on it. Um, yeah, you know, I, I thought I thought Brad was too flat of a character, especially for that point in the movie. Um, because I mean, he's so he's just so flat. Like, there's no depth to Brad. Like, he's just no. He's a very basic. I'm villain. I'm a sexual maniac. I want sex. I want sex from you. And that's that's it. Like that's all he does the whole movie, even as a mm-hmm. kid. Like I don't know. And and then of course, like he's into like heavy metal, and he probably does drugs. And it's like I, I don't. They could have done something different. I don't know what they could have done, but Brad was just so flat. He was so uninteresting. Yeah. No, he was a very basic villain for sure. I feel like a lot of the characters could have been more interesting though. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do feel like everyone was relatively two dimensional. Everyone was super basic. That that that's the thing, and I guess that's why I was trying to get it earlier. Is like, um, is when when you make all these characters so two D, it's hard to relate to the real world. Like you, we do see this kind of manipulation, but they kind of went with like the most basic kinds. Like they didn't they didn't really get into it a lot, um, and it's hard to do in a movie. I will say, like especially with that many characters, they had a lot mm-hmm. of characters to do that with. 
Um, the best build that was probably Toby. That's the one they probably did the best. Um, but then I don't know. The others were just kind of improved. Like <laughs> they they were just you know they were all kind of the same after Toby. To be honest, like yeah, or, or not the same, but like yeah. I mean, they were all very they were all very two D. I guess. Mm. Yeah, it's uh, it is tricky because you teach these kind of like lessons of like if a man's doing this, it's all bad and all, and uh, and it's it's easy to like kind of give that lesson with those two D characters and stuff, but mm -hmm. like you were saying, it is hard to apply it to the real world because it's never quite so simple as it seems. Even like in hindsight, it's so easy to say, um, oh yeah, they're doing this and this and this, but like in the moment, it's really hard to identify what people are actually quite terrible. Lots of the yeah. time. Yeah. And 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 I think part of this is like like I think the acting and the dialogue, like and again the like picture quality, it really makes me feel like this movie was at least ten years old. Like, um mm. it's reminiscent of like Cube and like stuff like that, of like <laughs> or maybe even older, like of those sorts of acting and characters and, and quality. Like Game of Thrones, the first season came out three years after this movie came out. Um like gotta remember that like it's it doesn't yeah this this movie definitely feels like a lot older than it is yeah so i also it makes me feel like i can be harder on it because if it's like an older movie like i immediately go a little easier because they didn't have like as much you know like um but because this movie like is pretty dang recent um just the quality is not really there yeah um I mean, then again, I mean, I will say the penis props. I mean, they looked all right. So. <laughs> they weren't bad. If you have any, <laughs> yeah, if you have any takeaway from this, is you know those those penis props were pretty great. <laughs> yeah, they looked on point. You know that, that piercing on it. And can you imagine that that piercing might have been a little too big? Actually, I feel like that would have been uncomfortable. For I won't. Everyone. I won't judge anyone who gets that piercing. But like, that isn't for me. That I would. <laughs> Oh my goodness. If there was one point where it's I just terrible. broke down laughing at this movie, it's when I saw that piercing and I went, of course! <laughs> Why? <laughs> of course he does! Who uh, doesn't? He's into metal! Of course! I, I really cracked up afterwards, like, when the dog got out of his mouth and then he's just like, no, no! Like, <laughs> His acting there is just so like <laughs> it's kind of falls short to be oh, honest. So He's just terrible. like, oh my, my my peen don't don't eat it. Like, <laughs> oh no! Just like man, why aren't you screaming? You don't have a penis. Yeah. You're bleeding everywhere. Like, why are you talking like? I get like that. Maybe you're in shock or whatever. But like, come <laughs> on. There's got to be more than oh no. Don't yeah. do that. <laughs> like, come on, dude. He's just like reaching for it. <laughs> oh no, don't do it. Oh no. <laughs> don't do oh, it. No. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it, please. No. <laughs> That's what Bad it's dog. Uh anyways, uh is it is it survey time? Man, even talking mm -hmm. about this movie this whole time, I've just been uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I will give the director props on it. The director writer, um, what was his name? Mitchell Lichtenstein. Yeah, Lichtenstein. I love that. Name. Um, it he uh 
I, I will give them props for making the movie and having the guts to make the movie because it is a hard movie to make with just how tricky it is to address all of these things. Totally. And it, I feel like it gets it definitely gets conversation going like we're doing now, which is great. I think that getting conversation going is a great goal to have. And, and like, again, like our ratings are like our enjoyment of the movie, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because even though I didn't enjoy the movie and I don't intend on watching it again, um, like. I, I still get a lot from it um and like i can see it like and and especially i mean it's so easy to pick holes in a subject that's this complex you know mm-hmm. it's hard to really address it like you said um in in the span of just a movie so it's it's a good like it's a i think it does well um if and, and correct me if i'm wrong but like in the sort of in the in the and, and like the critics had said on this movie, and I think why they rated it highly on sort of addressing these uh, or putting a, as they say it, a fresh feminist spin on on the horror movie tropes. And I won't even say horror movie tropes. I think it's just like more real life tropes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I kind of I dig it. And, and I have way. respect for the movie. Yeah. 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 I, I, yeah. My respect score is much higher than my enjoyment score. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The de- the movie is definitely, in my opinion, it's is better than a three if you take into account the education like behind it and like the reality and what it's trying to uh, teach. I just hated it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just, yeah, that's that, okay. No, yeah, I did enjoy watching it, but like, yeah, it was. And, and I can totally see why people would would enjoy it, um, and why it was made. Like, yeah, so respect. Yeah, but I'm not gonna watch it again. Nope. <laughs> if anybody asks me how this movie was, I'm gonna laugh and just walk away, and that's the answer you get. Um, <laughs> that's, that's what you get from me. Well, it's a good thing to do more. that when we asked you for the score because uh, yeah. we would have we would have lost our guest pretty early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just I laugh and then I just. I leave the call. I'm not here anymore. <laughs> you just hear like the Discord, like <laughs> Well, that All was right. Muffin. Thanks for joining <laughs> us. We'll see you next time, guys. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> uh, all right. Anyways, uh, questionnaire time, right? I think so. So we asked Let's how scary it. this movie was for you. Just a reminder: our audience gave it like a seven point two. Uh, so how for, scary for was it for you? Yeah. We uh we hit a one two three, but then a lot of people gave it fives. Like half the people gave it fives for how scary it was. Uh so overall relatively low. I was surprised to actually see a bunch of fives in there. Yeah. Uh, how much did this movie disturb you? Was all over the board. It's as low <laughs> as two, as high as nine, but no mm-hmm. two people agreed on a number actually. Dang. Yeah. I'm surprised uh, as well at the scare one because I, I was considering even leaving off that scale entirely because it's yeah. sort of not really horror-ish. Yeah. No, it's not It's not only really meant to scare you. Yeah, it really lacks a lot of horror uh, elements. None of this movie scared me. It just made me really uncomfortable and it was disturbing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's why I was thinking like it's a, it's more disturbing than, yeah. than, than scary. Like it doesn't like you don't go, ah, like it doesn't. Mm-hmm scare you um so i am surprised to see those fives maybe those came from people who were kind of confused of like well yeah quite maybe i guess <laughs> um, so i'm excited for this next part because we can have a little bit of a competition going uh this is our paths of fear one as 
any of our audience knows, Ian is notorious for not Being amazing too well. At <laughs> this guessing. is my favorite part. This is my favorite part of every podcast that I listen to. It's hearing but, Ian be wrong. <laughs> hey, I get it right. You sometimes. do sometimes, and I, I just <laughs> every time, you know? Like, yes, Thank you. good job. <laughs> um, but now, yeah, we get to we get to see how you compare to your average viewer, Ian. <laughs> All right. So our four paths of fear were a toothed vagina. Being a stranger to your own body, someone you thought you knew, betraying your trust, and lastly, being attacked in a vulnerable state. Which do we think uh, took the cake? I'll, I'll start with you, Muffin. Uh, ugh. What were the last two again? So, we have a tooth vagina, being uh-huh. a stranger to your own body, someone you thought you knew, betraying your trust, or being attacked in a vulnerable state. I'm glad Muffin's gone first. I'm going to say, oh, don't do this to me. <laughs> Watch me be wrong this time after I talk trash to um, the The second to last one, because my brain stopped uh, and I already forgot. <laughs> someone you thought you knew betraying your trust? Yes, that one. Okay. How about you, Ian? Which do you think took the cake? Uh, I mean, I, I was thinking of saying that one as well. Okay, okay. Um, and then... I, do you I, want to I, change it just to be different, or do you want to agree you know, with my Yeah, friend? you know what? I'm going to be different. I'm going to say um, the being attacked one of vulnerable state. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. And then, so, which do you think did not take the cake? Which one, which one did not resonate with people? Uh, our options are a tooth vagina, stranger to your own body, someone betraying your trust, or being attacked vulnerably. A tooth vagina isn't that scary. Yeah, yeah that's the one I would go with, okay. too. Oh, well, you know what? To be different, I'm going to change. Okay, no, you do that. No, you do that. (laughs) I'm going to change to uh, being a stranger to your own body. You know what? My body's not all... I mean, hey, if I don't know it, I can't be afraid of it. There you go. Easy. (laughs) (laughs) I I love, you know? Yeah. No, I love that. I love that. Um, So the one that took the cake very definitively was being attacked in a vulnerable state. Hey, thanks, Muffin, for stepping um, on the mat. You're mines. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I can avoid them. Muffin, I got you. you actually, so you, you both succeeded, so you guessed both of the ones that were not voted on at all. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So you, you killed it in the, uh, yes. the, I got the second you. category. I got you, Ian. Hey, um, Muffin made it, so I got both right. I got you, dude. Yeah, exactly. uh, Ian, being a stranger to your own body was actually <laughs> voted on. Uh, what? So it wasn't the least, but it was voted on. Uh, hmm. um, whereas a tooth vagina and someone betraying your trust simply did not resonate with people. They were not scared of that. Damn. I understand the tooth vagina not resonating with anyone. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I, I very much understand that. Because, like... <laughs> I am surprised no one voted on someone betraying your trust. Because that, that is scary, I feel like. That's, yeah. I, I, that's the one I would have picked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but being That's attacked on vulnerable state that does terrify me. That's something I'm paranoid of quite often. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's why I very... don't like drinking because I don't like the idea of someone being able to fight me. Totally, it, it's a <laughs> it's a very <laughs> primitive like fear. Like yeah, you know, or like or like um something used to scare me as a kid. I watched um my family like watched uh God Zombie Lands when I was like pretty young. God, yeah. that movie freaked me out. Um. <laughs> Apart from it being extremely bloody, uh, yes, which not not good for kids, by the way. Uh, by the way, mom and dad, <laughs> why, is, <laughs> why 
my mom listens to this. Uh, hey, mom. All right, listen. <laughs> we gotta have you a done talk. fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, like something that scared me is that the zombies like they'd be more likely to attack you when you were going to the bathroom because you're like that's like your most vulnerable state. And so I was always like so scared when I like went to the bathroom because of that. Like, just <laughs> dude, <laughs> what if I, a zombie like crawls under the stall? You know, I understand exactly what you're talking about. When I was really little. I saw a video of a snake that like crawled up into their toilet through their like (laughs) pipes. And I was like terrified for the rest of my life. (laughs) It's so scary. I'm like, (laughs) a a snake could just bite my butt at any moment. And I I would be none the wiser. I don't see it coming. It's terrifying. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, it is like, it's just a very... I mean, it's perhaps like one of like the main fears, you know, that the mm. people have. It's like you don't want to be attacked by well vulnerable. Yep. So yeah, not not surprising. Nope. So our next question was a bit of a fun one. Would you be more likely to go on a date with someone if they had a card with their info on it? Because in the movie, uh, Ryan, uh, he pulls it. We all <laughs> yes. found it very peculiar that he pulled out a card that like already had his number on it and everything when he was yeah, asking like, Don like on a, a date. A business card, yeah, but like exactly. you don't have a business. It just has like your name on it. We we were all cracking up, but I wanted to see if that actually is something that would work on our audience. And our first, our first answer is it's a power move. Honestly, it wouldn't hurt to go on at least a one date with him. <laughs> unless, he's like, unless he's like Ryan, in which case, yikes. Uh, people didn't quite understand because we we were hesitant to call it a business card because he didn't have business. Um, yeah, he doesn't. It's he the just, business of it's a Ryan, calling. man. Come on. But it, it, well, it also isn't a calling card because that's what you leave at like a crime scene. Yeah. Be like, I was here. Um, <laughs> oh, is that what that means? Yeah, yeah. That's, what, that's what a calling card is. So when you change it to calling card, Muffin and I were like, "What?" Hold on. I started laughing. <laughs> I was like, "That doesn't make sense." <laughs> well, I'm just bad at word meanings. <laughs> but but it's uh, the thing is it's hard to say. So you just left a card with their info. So this next person is confusing. They're like, "Hey, what? LOL? Like to make calls on payphones?" Um, <laughs> that's fair. So I, I might have confused our audience. I, I um, mean, when, when Marshall like put it, I'm like, "Do you mean a guy with a car? What do you mean card?" And then I changed it to car, and he's like, "No, change it back." And then I changed it to calling card because I'm like, "Yeah, it's a card that you give people to call you." Um, but apparently, that's too obvious. Um, so, anyways, our third one. No, I would think it was a little weird, and. uh our, our fourth is pretty fair. They said depend depends on what's on the card. Um, fair. Which makes me ask, what would you put on your card? Would you just put your number and name on it? Or like, would you put any graphic on it? You gotta make it fancy. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like you gotta do it up a little bit. Yeah, graphic <laughs> design. And like, is it like a little resume? Do you like put on... Um, Oh, yeah, past experiences. Yeah. Like, how often you shower. <laughs> Call any of these exes to know. <laughs> oh, like, references? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay. no. <laughs> you put on references. <laughs> you put on your mom. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I just mean, like, he, he's a good kid. He's a good kid. Yeah. You put, like, just your family, you know. Yeah, he's, he's good. He's cool. <laughs> My Jimmy. What a kid. Yeah, he's, he's like, yes, he's so beautiful. Thanks, You'd be mom. lucky to have him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put this on my business card, mom. My calling card that I leave it in in women's cars. 
Leave it like blurbs <laughs> on a book. <laughs> just start, Absolutely like, the best kit. Leaving them in the windshield wipers of cars. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you um, leave it like you make it look like a traffic <clears throat> ticket, but it's yeah. actually your number. Like, Man. congratulations, you didn't get a ticket. You get my number instead. <laughs> I would be so mad. I would be so mad. I've, I've, I've actually, I've, I've known girls that that happened to that they, they were like, here's my number instead, my personal number. No ticket for you. Give me a call. And I was oh, like, that's just wrong. That's ah! yeah. This is why this movie needs to exist, unfortunately. Exactly. <laughs> um, anyway, so our, our fifth is for sure, I'd put it in my Rolodex of men. Which, <laughs> so I guess you, you can get a lot of guys that give you cards. <laughs> um, and the last you got one another is, one. Part of my collection. <laughs> the last one is no bad vibes. Um, bad vibes that's fair which is fair yeah it's kind of weird uh, see for me i would uh so to give you an idea of the image i give off and the beginning like my tinder profile the main picture on there which apparently was the most liked picture might i add was uh was like this face mask one where i have like a, the whole green face mask on my face and i'm giving this stupid grin which i guess that's what people are into but like so i would have put something like that on my business card <laughs> or my <laughs> Your date, my, uh, dating card? My dating card, if you will. Yeah, I don't know. That's what it is. It's a dating card. I guess. Yeah, you, you leave it at date scenes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I... So I personally now, of course... Now, if a guy's leaving me um, a business card, probably not going to go for it. Uh, but I, I got to say, like, if a woman, like, leaves me, uh, like, a, a dating card, if we're going with that... Um, I mean, I definitely, that'd be pretty cool, actually. That would, I would be into that. Like, this person has their shit together. You know, they've got, like, a printed, printed out cards. Uh, now, on the other side of that, I'd have to think, like, do they give this to everyone? Like, yeah, yeah, that's, you, know? you can't just <laughs> like, buy, like, ten cards. You gotta buy, yeah. like, in exactly. bulk, you know? Like, yeah. how like, many You're not people just gonna are... give it to one person. No. So, it's like, <laughs> so that, that's the only part I'd be a little sus about, but I don't know. It's kind of cool. I think it also depends on, like, if a man was to give me, like, his business card with his, like, personal number on the back, I think that's a little bit different. Because at the same time, yeah. ex- like, what yeah. you're saying, that- like, it's like, oh, this this guy's got his shit together. Like, he's yeah, like, a I've got a job. Dude. Yeah, like. And here's my number. Right. But if it's, yeah. if it's just, like, name, well, like, it- phone number, date me. I'm going to be like, no, yeah. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> It's, it's very different if like there's someone like that you meet on campus or something and they have like a briefcase but yeah. like if it's someone that like just like set down their bong and they had to fish it out of like their cargo pants it's like yeah. hmm. <laughs> hey what's wrong with bong I'm, I'm, listen on, i'm sure they're a nice it's just, guy you know? it's just the wrong setting <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i do yeah I, you I ask agree. why they have those cards then yeah and yeah, are they is. are they printed cards or did you just like write it on like a card. Oh, I would love to handwrite those cards. <laughs> like written in crayon, you know. <laughs> Here. <laughs> I I'd like that better if yeah. they didn't have like a business card, like you were saying, Muffin. Like mm-hmm. I think I would like a handwritten one better because that's like the classic one, right? Like, right. You write mm-hmm. it on a napkin. Now, if you write it on like some premium like card material, that's a little weird. Like, where do you get this from? <laughs> yeah, but, where did you get this, and why do you, why do you why do you have it? Why do you why do you have like fifty blank? cards just in your backpack this paper um, is expensive why are you spending that much money on this kind of paper <laughs> but like 
Yeah. Um, I, so I think what we found is that if you have business cards, you could use those for sure. Yeah. But don't don't make your own dating cards. <laughs> yeah, don't do like, that. Like professionally. <laughs> what no, that's a... just weird. I find napkins can be iffy because I've definitely I've had a number before where I could not read two of the digits because the napkin tore a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And that was heartbreaking. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, they're cool too. Dude, when I worked in retail, I I had a couple people who would like write it on the back of the receipt and then give it to me, and I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this? And I just throw <laughs> it away. <laughs> Like, yeah, no, usually you know, just I just cause, I just throw it away. I'm like, this is trash. I um, I, I think if you have to write it to someone, like, I mean, I don't mean to be super judgeful, but I mean, I like, I kind of get, you know, like you're kind of casting your line out and seeing what you catch. But for me, that's that's kind of not attractive because I feel like you know you're just seeing what sticks. And, yeah, you like, don't got to I need a little more than that. You know, you got to talk to me. Yeah, but like, exactly. if like, I tell you no, please go away. <laughs> yes, ex- ex- yes. There's like, there's differences. <laughs> um, <laughs> so like, try to talk to me, and if I let you continue talking to me, then you know that's when you're like, hey, yeah. can I give you my number? There you go. Yeah, but if you like, if you just hand me a paper with your number, it's literally in my brain. I go, what am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> I don't know you, and then it's gone. <laughs> Uh, I'm excited about this last one, especially because of this first response, because it's like a whole page. Oh, no. But <laughs> if someone was making unwanted advances, what kind of defense mechanism would you want? I put, like, for example, horned toads shoot blood out of their eye to blind predators. Mm-hmm. Um, which I, I love always... the example. Oh, yeah. I, I love that's, that. That's, that would be my defense mechanism. I would just I, I like... To, like pull down on my eye and just... Whoosh, I mean, it's a good way to get the creative juices flowing, you know? They're like, wow, I can be that? I can, like, yeah. have that? That's nice. I'm excited to hear these answers. Um, so our first one, they start off with, this is a long-winded response. I'm sorry to do this to you, but I have a lot of thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the warning. Um, so this is this honestly might be weird, but if I had vagina teeth and I could choose whether or not to use them, that would be kind of sick. Yeah. granted vagina teeth are like the very last line of defense because in order for them to be useful at all the person would have to be penetrating you so mm-hmm. i'd want something else and then just have the vagina teeth to fall back on if all else fails you feel but i wouldn't want it to be something super noticeable because then people would know that i have a secret weapon which is the kind of cool part about vagina teeth at least in the context of the movie because she could like retract them almost or at least mm-hmm. she learned how to more or less control them um they say maybe something like poison, like an incapacitating kind or lethal, up to your interpretation. Um, they they say mommy milkers question mark, which <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, I love this. And, like just the ability to blast poison from my nipples. But again, it would have to be something I could control. Because how awful would it be if I accidentally poisoned someone I did want near my jiggly bits? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, hold on, I'm sorry, that's a thing, that's an issue that I had with this movie as well, which I completely forgot about until we talked about this just now. What if you're, like, totally about it, you know, you're messing around with your boyfriend, you're in a great relationship, and then all of a sudden, you get spooked, and your vagina teeth go off, and then all of a sudden, you just don't have a dick anymore, (laughs) like, and now you're like, yeah, and now you're like, okay, well, what am I supposed to do now? Like, what? It, that. Come on. Yeah, I can't no, just get I, that, spooped and then have a 
penisless boyfriend. Like, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> hey, there are augments nowadays. It's not a total loss. Yeah. You know? There you go. <laughs> anyway, please uh, continue. <laughs> so uh, they, they, they go on. There's more to that one. Oh, sweet. They say, but let's paint a picture. Yeah, you're at a bar with your besties, <laughs> vibing and thriving as one does. Some dude comes up and tries to holla at you, but you're like, nah, man, I'm an independent woman who needs a no man. And he's like, but you're so sexy, mama, and refuses to leave you alone. Bam, you whip out your bazoombas <laughs> and blast him in the face with poison, and he falls over <laughs> coughing in heck. Maybe he dies, maybe he does, but that would be a pretty neat ability to have. I love this. If he doesn't die, he learns to listen the first time a woman says no. If Please he remake does this die, movie. What? And have this person consult for it. Please. Well, that's oh one less scum pig to have around, which is not to say that all men are scum, but the ones who don't listen and respect women when a woman says no are. Yep. And if all women had that power, who boy, the power we could wield. <laughs> I 100% agree. This is one of my favorite things, probably. I love this. Whoever did this one, I love you. Thank you for this. I, uh... <laughs> I'm sorry. One of my I favorite just, responses of the podcast so far, I gotta say. This is what? so good. I, I, just, I love how many words they had for breasts. Bazoomas, <laughs> mommy milkers, jiggly bits. <laughs> um, this person needs to write a movie. I'm I love it. No, this <laughs> is my perfect. God. Uh, so our next one, it says, to just turn invisible. It's it's a hard act to follow. But... <laughs> Your invisibility works. I love that. It no, does. like a dude starts hitting on you, you tell him no, yeah, he doesn't gone. listen, and then you just you just like Poof. phase out of existence for a minute, <laughs> <laughs> just like you like that meme with the peace sign. Kid? Yeah, or, exactly like or that. Like Homer Simpson, Fine. who like goes back into the bush. Yeah, just gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, the next is wushu style combat skills. Which is an interesting one, because you actually can learn to fight. I always yes. try to get, uh, like, it, whenever I'm dating a girl, or, like, honestly, just if the topic ever comes up when I'm with a girl, I'm like, you should totally try this fighting style I learned, because it actually really helps you. It could, it could kind of, like, save you mm -hmm. in a situation. Which I think is just great for anyone to learn. Mm -hmm. um, so you could you could get those combat skills. Go out and do it. Um, our next yeah. one is two words. Knife fingers. <laughs> Knife fingers? <laughs> Which... It makes me both think of Edward Scissorhands and that 911 call where he's like, my hands are knives now. <laughs> um, <laughs> two words, ten <laughs> digits. <laughs> that could be a movie. Can you, can you retract them? I don't know. Yeah, like, or do you so just like, constantly those, have them? Because I feel Edward like Scissorhands problems. Yeah, that'd be a problem. Is it problem. like Edward Scissorhands or like Wolverine? Do you think? Yeah. Well, yeah, because Wolverine question. can at least like. Take his back. <laughs> uh, our next one. I'd want to transform into Andre the Giant. No one messes with Andre. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's Yo, fair. true. This is, this is like such a, it's like one of those responses where you hear it and you're like, I guess that's the obvious choice. <laughs> you, know, like, you, just, you just like hulk out a little bit and nobody will mess with you after that. Like, I get it. It's true. Uh, that's and, a good uh, one I like that someone left us a link from wired.com that I have a feeling I know what it is yeah it's the condom that women wear that mm -hmm. stops rape it, so the condom I've, I, I think Muff and I were actually talking about we this did. last night briefly mm -hmm. after the movie it was um so it's 
Shaped like a female condom and worn internally, its hollow interior is lined with 25 razor-sharp teeth, which mm. fasten onto an attacker's penis if he attempts penetration. Mm. Oh. Yep. Yeah. It's, so, I mean, if you want vagina teeth, girl, go get vagina teeth. Like, you can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All about it. And what uh, what's crazy about it is, Muff and I were talking, it's just terrible that it, something like this had to be made. Yeah. Know? Yeah, like just the state of the world we're in, where this had to be made, is just so awful. Um, what's crazy about it is the teeth you cannot remove it yourself. You have to go get it surgically removed, mm-hmm. so that you have to go in and say like, "Hey, I tried to rape a girl. Please help me." Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest, though, that's so satisfying to know. Oh yeah, that like either way, good luck. You're not getting away with it, and I bet yeah, you're it's in like, a ton it's your of pain. Now. like congrats you can go get it removed and now you're being arrested for being trash congratulations you messed Mm -hmm. up like that's so satisfying to me it's a great device honestly like i'm i'm glad that the device was actually made yeah Um, it's just the fact that it had to be made is kind of sad yeah exactly but yeah so yeah it's just a good thing to have overall would recommend uh we're we're pretty we're pretty over on time now so do we have any last thoughts we want to say i don't if if we do i don't even know if we should say give <laughs> 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 to ourselves this time no, i, I think I'm overall done. respectable movie uh we didn't get much enjoyment out of it but i think it's it might be worth a watch even if just to spark conversation yeah it's it'll definitely spark conversation yeah and like even if even if it's not even if it's quite uncomfortable and for us it was very enjoyable um yeah it, it, it did a pretty good job critiquing some things and some yeah. really important things too so yeah you yeah. know just trigger Props. warning and then go on so many yeah. trigger that's warnings. it <laughs> you just toss oh. that at the front and then you know if you want to watch it go for it it's all if, right if you have a if you have a vagina or a penis this movie might disturb you <laughs> mm-hmm. yes <laughs> So if you guys want to check us out and you want to watch the movies with us, go to that Discord link in the description. If you want to see more of Muffin here, oh, yeah. she is over at twitch.tv slash dat underscore muffin. Nope, right? nope. It's Psycho Muffin. Oh, it's Psycho? Oh, yeah. yeah dat Muffin is the that username. Muffin is, is Psycho yeah. Muffin. No space, right? No space. Sweet. Yep. And, yeah. uh, and yeah. maybe someday when you go to passofear.com, there'll be a website. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited for it. Whenever it happens, you know. So oh, it's we, coming. Yeah. Just <laughs> wait. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. This was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Thank great. You. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well,